This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Patterson Program, where you'll learn how to improve your health from the inside out. And now, your host, Clint Patterson. Today I've got a guest from Perth, which is in Western Australia, and it's late at night for him, but he's been very kind and set up a time that was convenient for me, so I've got morning sunshine and he's got late at night uh, fluorescent lights. But Pat, thank you so much for coming on this episode to share your transformation with your rheumatoid arthritis. Absolute, uh, my pleasure. Happy to be here. Yes, you sent through a document to me that was uh, really, really detailed of all the um, ups and downs and the pitfalls and the successes and ultimately your the position that you've got into now, which is which is uh, really an incredible transformation, as I as I mentioned. But can you, in your own words, just give us this brief brief summary of what we're about to listen to or watch here for the next sort of uh, forty five minutes or so? Yeah, sure. So uh, basically, I was uh, trundling along just fine in life and uh, got to a stage where uh, I started to just slow down. Um, and uh, that slowdown uh, just got uh, more and more rapid and uh, significant. And um, while I was, or before I was actually uh, diagnosed, I was getting to the stage where um, I was struggling to get off the floor. Um, I really couldn't even literally. Uh, close a car door um, and uh, having to get people to take me into work um, and uh, just struggling to uh, move without uh, significant pain, um, struggling to sleep and uh, just spiraling down with sort of uh, lack of movement and and pain uh, that just sort of went from head to head to foot throughout uh, throughout my body and um, basically having um, got diagnosed uh, and then uh, started on some medications saw some um, improvements those improvements got me so far but not where I wanted to be and that's when uh, I came across the uh, Patterson program um, and along with uh, uh, some additional research that I was doing um, gradually managed to get to the stage where, first of all, I could get myself uh, functioning again, and then was uh, having had a reasonable uh, medication program in place, uh, have been able to wean myself uh, off that, and um, with a combination of uh, the diet and exercise, um, I've now, having been in a fairly grim uh, stage of my life, I think. Uh, been able to uh, turn that around and I'm now completely drug free, uh, completely symptom free and um, have been for uh, well over a year now and uh, feeling uh, absolutely fantastic and uh, enjoying life. <laughs> what would you say to doctors that say that lifestyle interventions play no part in rheumatoid arthritis? Oh, uh, there's uh, absolutely no no doubt about it that the combination of everything from the diet, um, which you just uh, you end up having to embrace, and the amount and style of exercise uh, that you go through, 
becomes you know just part of the the medicine in uh, in, in itself and um it's uh, f- for me i mean there are lots of uh, uh, choices and sacrifices that uh, you feel you're you're making and a, a lot of people have have asked me you know well isn't what you're doing difficult and at the end of the day i actually really don't think it's difficult at all uh, in that it's a choice. Uh, you're choosing between a diet and exercise program and feeling fantastic, um, or you're choosing to eat what you were eating before. Uh, you may may not have a, a reasonable exercise program in, uh, in place, but it's really a very simple choice. Do you want to eat like this and feel like this, or do you want to eat like that and feel like absolute rubbish? Um, so it's a very... For me, it was. It's not. It still takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of effort. But the choice itself is not difficult. It's a very simple lifestyle and health choice. Mm. Now, something that's been happening a little bit recently is I've been getting feedback from some of my clients, both some who I coach and and also just people who are following our program uh, uh, themselves, and then send emails to our help desk. That sometimes they get a little bit upset when they hear people's success stories, for want of a better phrase, because they themselves haven't had uh, as much progress or haven't had the uh, the same amount of emphatic results as what they've heard from some of our guests yeah. on our podcast. Now, what I want to do with you in this episode is I want to really break down all the things that you did. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on, on your story. What we'll do is we'll just gather a couple of basics first. I just want to know what drugs you're on, what order you came off them, um, which ones worked for you, which ones didn't, what side effects you got from them, just to, just to gain that, that, just to build the knowledge base for our community on those yep. particular um, medications. But then I just want to just drill down. Just tell us, what did you do when you got up in the morning and, and how much did you green juice or did you not? And and what foods did you... Let's just use you as a case study of someone who went through this and did did it diligently. And I want all the little details. But first, let's talk about your medications. What was the sequence of meds? Tell us what the experience was like on these meds and which ones you got off. And then we'll launch into all of your Patterson program experience. Sure. Okay. Um, so uh, I started off um, initially uh, with the diagnosis. I was uh, put on to the, um, uh, the steroids, prednisolone, and the and methotrexate. And initially, um, the uh, steroids were for uh, about six to seven weeks, and uh, methotrexate was the uh, twenty milligrams um, uh, dosage. Okay. So straight off the bat, you went prednisone and twenty milligram methotrexate. Well, um, the methotrexate was probably uh, built up over two or three okay. weeks, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, but then um, up to up to twenty milligrams um, mm-hmm. on on that. Before you move on, I just I love the yeah. detail. I like the detail with it comes to the drugs because some people are sitting on the edge of do I go on the drug, do I not, and they'll really value the information here. Uh, yes. Yeah, so what dosage of steroid? How did you actually get off at the uh, at the um, time at which you were meant to, or did it last longer? And how long did it take for you to feel like the methotrexate was effective? The um, the steroids uh, I think kicked in uh, almost almost straight away. Yeah, started feeling pretty uh, you know seeing improvements over over the you know that 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 week um, sort of uh, week two weeks um, and the the methotrexate I think probably I'm guessing sort of. Uh, 
took uh, four or five weeks to yeah. to really sort of uh, build in, um, and then really that progress um, sort of continued with the methotrexate, uh, just a little bit of improvement uh, each uh, each week, yeah. and then that uh, probably leveled off after two or three months probably mm-hmm. and um then i um stuck with that for uh for about six months on the uh on, on the uh, 20 milligrams of the uh, the methotrexate and successfully got off the prednisolone at the time yes. you were told yep correct yes good yeah yeah okay. um and the 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 only the only deviation uh from that um uh, i found uh traveling quite uh, quite difficult um and so if if there was a, a flight um over east or anything then i ended up going back on the uh on the steroids for for that week or two weeks or, or whatever the uh the length of that uh, trip was okay and any noticeable uh change of any kind after a little two-week usage of the steroid? I definitely felt better for taking the steroids. And if I, if I did the trip without the steroids, I would just start to feel a lot more uh, fatigued and uh, general sort of uh, um, sort of body aches in uh, all manner of uh, places, sort of shoulders, hips, and you know, all, all, all those yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, all the common offenders. Okay. Yes. All right. And then, and then, what was the next uh, next uh, drug sequence? Um, so at that point, um, uh, when I'd uh, gone back to see uh, see my specialist, um, he was pleased with the progress, but uh, we felt, uh, and I've certainly felt that uh, I'd taken you know a good step, but I was nowhere near where I thought I should be. And uh, in my my own uh, estimate, I I view that as about about 70% of, of where I thought I should be. And, and so at that point, uh, we went up to um, 25 uh, milligrams of the, of the methotrexate. And that uh, we tried for, um, for about, uh, about six months and with all the sort of monthly or quarterly uh, blood tests. Um, and uh, for, fortunately, uh, the rest of the uh, the tests were all all all, all clear in in terms of uh, impact on uh, liver function and uh, and those uh, those sorts of issues. So that was uh, that was helpful, um, but it still didn't get me quite where I thought I should be. Uh, and again, it's hard to um, sort of estimate it. But if I was at seventy percent before, I felt I was probably up to about eighty percent or, or or so, um, and still had I felt uh, a way to go before I got back. Um, sort of full mobility and uh, sort of uh, completely symptom-free. Interesting. You make um, the, uh, the sort of the same, you use the same numbers that I use. Uh, I also felt that methotrexate around sort of 15 to 20 milligram got rid of like 70% of my symptoms. That's, okay. that's, yep. that's what yep. I say when I, when I present on stage. And, and I agree. Um, I think there is diminishing returns as you go from sort of 15 to 20 and then, and then Going especially from twenty to twenty-five, I agree. You kind of get from seventy to maybe eighty percent of, of, or in yeah. my case, I, I had exactly the same experience as you. And presumably during this time, you were still pushing forward with the with your previous diet and 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 your previous approach to exercise, whatever that that was, right? Correct. Yes, that's mm. correct. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, well, let's roll into the next part. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so the next uh, stage was uh, looking for that uh, that extra uh, extra yeah. amount that we were missing, and so I was uh, introduced to uh, lithlunamide, which was reasonably effective, uh, and I think it did actually help uh, to the point where I would probably say I was pretty much symptom free, but unfortunately um, the side effects um, were just incompatible with daily life and just uh, on the digestive system um, it uh, was uh, and I've always had a very very good constitution but uh, these uh, these little uh, little tablets did not agree with my system at all and I've I found it very very restrictive so doing anything um, whether it's you know going to work or exercise or traveling or, or anything it was um yeah a bit of a bit of a logistical and planning nightmare um you can never never felt comfortable going too far away from certain facilities and, uh, and that sort of thing right um, right so um yeah we're talking about the colloquial brand name of arava right or arava yes yes, yes. Yeah. for those people yeah. who may have uh missed the drug name via because you said it very quickly and so this is interesting, and, and that is compatible with some feedback that I've received from some people. Obviously, everyone has a different experience. Yeah. Um, but but I guess if you were to, it seems to me that, that needing to use the bathroom a lot was the main issue. Um, would Correct. that Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which, which is a huge inconvenience, isn't it, when you've got to live your life? Yes, very much so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. how long did you persevere until you pulled the pin on the rava so uh we probably went about um three four maybe five months and um i i was hoping it would stabilize or my system would get used to it and yeah. uh we'd manage but um that uh that didn't uh, eventuate and um uh, going back to see uh, see my specialist, he felt um, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, people some people do do react in certain ways, and I was one of the ones that reacted in in that particular way. So he saw saw no benefit in um, persevering uh, with that, um, and so we uh, switched over to the uh, sulfur salazar, mm-hmm. and and that was that was pretty effective. That uh, that that worked uh, pretty uh, pretty well. I think it, I think it was. Uh, 500 milligram um, dosages of uh, that, um, and um, that was that was absolutely fine. Things uh, settled down very quickly from a digestive point of view, and um, I started feeling pretty uh, pretty reasonable. And I was using the steroids less and less if I was to travel uh, or anything. Good, so, good. So at that that at that point, um, I thought, well, okay, may, maybe you know, this is just my just my lot in life, and um, you know, I have to accept uh, where I am, and I'm uh, you know enjoying enjoying everything that I can, but I just have this um, you know little um, uh, little uh, um, packet of uh, tablets or uh, or uh, little little case with lots of tablets in that uh, I was travelling around with uh, whenever whenever I went over, uh, went everywhere. And um, so at that point, I thought I was in pretty, pretty reasonable um, shape. Um, but I did not like the idea of just being on all these different uh, tablets. And having never been on any medication in my entire life, it, it, uh, it just, you know, struck me um, one day. I was just 
traveling around with uh, with an awful lot of uh, a lot a lot of things and that's uh, when i started doing a little bit of uh, research and uh, came across a few different things uh, one of which was uh, was your program and um so started uh, investigating it wasn't um it wasn't uh, solely with uh, with yours uh, initially i was uh, going through a couple of other um, uh, sort of books and things at the time and playing with a few different things. Um, so it all became part of the, um, part of the, uh, the pattern that, it, uh, that I was investigating. Um, and so, yeah, got into, got into that. Um, but um, there's a couple of things going, going on there at the same, at the same time. One was um, I had started to experience I'm not sure if it's cumulative side effects of of all the drugs, um, but I felt mm. my uh, my mental state was not not where I think it would uh, would like to have been. Mm-hmm. Suffering with uh, a little bit of uh, you know sort of uh, brain fog and uh, general sort of uh, levels of uh, concentration and fatigue and um, sometimes uh, degrees of anxiety and things, which um, uh, started to uh, sort of build up every uh, every now and again. And um, I don't know if it's just a cumulative uh, uh, wearing and by uh, the condition or cumulative effect of the drugs or, or, or both uh, both in together. But that was, um, yeah, a little bit of a, an awakening for me that uh, I really didn't like mm. uh, where things were potentially going. And I felt I was always just uh, walking a very, very fine line between uh, being between just about okay and then potentially sort of falling off the uh, off the tightrope a, a little bit and uh, starting to pick up other other um, side effects and uh, mental uh, mental issues and things. Mm. Okay, well we've got quite the bridge to cross between that moment in your life and where you are today. So yes, let, indeed. let's do it. Let's go through now uh, and include anything else that's not compliant with my program. We want to know exactly what happened, not not a, uh, you know, this is not, uh, uh, we want the truth is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, walk us through it. Walk us through your decisions uh, with your uh, all the lifestyle things that you did in detail, and let's uh, let's hear about these improvements. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, there's three three aspects uh, I think that we're all sort of playing together. Uh, one's the uh, one's the diet. One is the um, uh, exercise, uh, the style and the amount of exercise. And the, the third one, which I think is important, uh, at least in, in my case, which was um, stress avoidance um, as, uh, as, as well. So uh, on, the, on the diet side, I started off initially uh, having um, uh, been reading um, one of the um, uh, I think it's Amy Schumer, uh, Amy... Amy Myers. Amy Myers, sorry, yes, thank mm. you. Uh, Amy Myers had uh, written a book called The uh, Autoimmune Solution. And one of the uh, the angles that she was uh, following in on that was uh, basically removing um, anything that's not uh, organic um, from from her food choices. So uh, in her case, she, she she would eat meat, but it was only organic and sort of grass-fed and... and uh, um, rather than anything that had any sort of hormones or, or anything else in it. So my first um, starting point was um, take, taking out uh, anything that uh, wasn't organic um, in, the, uh, in the diet. Um, and that, that actually helped, um, I think, quite, uh, quite considerably. I mean, 
I don't think I eat a massive amount of uh, of of meat, but um, you know, just a, a normal amount, if you like. Um, but um, other than having, you know, uh, reasonable, you know, they were obviously uh, not organic. Um, and I think uh, switching to organic did actually make a big uh, big difference. And over the course of um, maybe um, two, three, four weeks, uh, I felt I could uh, definitely uh, feel uh, feel a difference um, uh, with that. I wonder how much, you know, the Australian beef industry is affected by mm. things like antibiotic use and uh, whether or not, you know, lot feeding is quite as prevalent as what we witness with these really uh, frightening documentaries that we see coming out of the US cattle farming system and so forth. I just, yeah. I just yeah. don't know. I should educate myself a little better on this, but, um, you know, I just, because you would have been consuming Australian beef if it was, yes. if, it were, yeah. if, it were, if it were cows. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, we, we just, we, you know, I don't have a feeling on that and how much the, you know, antibiotic use again, for example, or, or other uh, chemicals, uh, drugs are being used on the animals and whether or not they uh, are being, for instance, grain-fed, which is incompatible with their particular digestive system. They're not meant to eat grains, they're meant to eat grass. Um, But uh, lot-fed animals can be grain-fed, which may create a different chemical composition of their flesh. So, you know, um, interesting. All right, okay, that's it. Well, you made that change first. Yep. And then uh, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I was obviously hoping to, but I was pleasantly surprised how much of a difference um, it did uh, did make. And that was um, basically about the time that I, um, I came across your your program. And um, given um, family circumstances and uh, and all the rest of with uh, you know kids and my wife and everything, I didn't necessarily want to launch. Uh, sort of full steam ahead as, as much as I perhaps would have done if it had just been myself. Um, so um, started off initially uh, uh, just uh, adding in the uh, the green juices and um, a few few particular um, uh, uh, d- dishes and and that all all helped. Um, definitely um, uh, kept things uh, moving in the in, in the right direction. So I think rather than if you like stripping everything out and starting with your cleansing and then gradual sort of uh, uh, introduction of, uh, of, uh, of foods and going through your uh, elimination and, and reintroduction phases. Um, I basically stepped into that um, sort of backwards, if you like, mm-hmm. um, and with the exception of the green juices, which I, I started with, um, I did gradually uh, eliminate more and more things from the from the diet over the course of um, probably uh, two three months or, or so, and then basically worked my way fairly close to your cleansing phase. And then, having stuck with that for for a few weeks, then I started uh, adding things uh, back in um, uh, a, a little bit more uh, after after that. Yeah, I call this doing the program in reverse. And uh, it's what I it's what I uh, uh, suggest, or it's similar to what I suggest when um, you know mums are breastfeeding, or um, you know you've got uh, a, a, someone who's pregnant. Um, so you cut out all of the cut out the bad things, and but you start towards the end of, as you said, the reintroduction uh, process, so that you've got a diverse diet, you've got a diverse, yeah. healthy 
plant-based diet that's going to meet all your nutritional requirements and especially the calorie requirements and the diversity that I believe is uh, of higher importance when you're, you know, got either a, a newborn baby or you're, you've got one in the belly. So, um, yeah, okay, well, that's cool. And how did things, uh, how did things shift with your inflammation levels and did you need to keep taking the steroid and anything else? Yeah, so um, at, uh, at this point, I was um, uh, pretty much off the off the steroids. Um, I think basically having having gone onto the onto the diet, uh, I felt I was no longer needing the uh, the steroids for uh, for travel uh, purposes. So that was uh, that was pretty good. And uh, my uh, inflammation uh, markers were all uh, absolutely absolutely fine. So in fact, um, from from when I was on the uh, self and Salazar. Um, basically, my inflammation markers were all, all all absolutely normal, so no 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 sign of inflammation uh, at all. Um, and um, sticking sticking with the uh, with the diet that um, that helped to uh, maintain that as well. And uh, since since that uh, that time, uh, the inflammation has uh, has been reduced uh, or, or, or down to uh, normal uh, amounts with uh, one slight exception so i had actually having been uh, pretty good for a while and been on the on the diet and uh, exercise program for for a while my um, specialist was uh, very happy with uh, how things were, were going and although he he didn't he, he was delighted to see the improvement in me but he said statistically from his point of view he was unable to say it was because of the the diet but he certainly encouraged me to, you know, keep pursuing things. But he he wouldn't necessarily say that, that was the, the the clinical reason from from his point of view. Um, but he was happy for me to do it, and I think he was also swayed by that that it was reasonable to start uh, cutting back uh, on the on the medications. So um, we started um, dropping the uh, sulfasalazine. And um, that uh, sort of managed o- over the course of about uh, uh, three or four months. Uh, we managed to um, t- to uh, to drop uh, drop that, and then uh, after a little bit of a hiatus, um, just to make sure he was happy with the uh, with the um, change in uh, in medications, we started, gradually started reducing um, the uh, the methotrexate um, as uh, as well. Uh, initially went back down to uh, to the twenty, uh, and then the and then the fifteen uh, milligrams, <laughs> and then when I was on the fifteen milligrams, um, I ended up coming off my bike and uh, breaking some some bones, uh, and so my inflammation markers went uh, back up uh, immediately after the uh, after the, uh, the injuries. So we took a sort of uh, three three or four months uh, um, sort of plateau uh, on the on the medications and then when he was happy that everything was still stable then we gradually um, started cutting down the, uh, the methotrexate um, to the point where we dropped down to 10 milligrams and and then came off it uh, completely um, and, um, and so I've been been off off methotrexate now for for just over over a year. And absolutely no no symptoms or or anything at all. Mm. How's it feel? Uh, absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. 
and the sorry the the other the other part in the um, as we were going through it all, I did uh, mention before that um, I was struggling a little bit with uh, just degrees of uh, sort of mental fog and um, little uh, sort of spells of uh, anxiety um, uh, associated with uh, with everything, and um, that that was actually quite uh, quite disturbing. And in the in the end, the only thing that actually brought that back into line uh, was yet another drug, um, uh, Cymbalta, as uh, the uh, uh, the uh, common name here, and that was actually incredibly helpful. That uh, that got me back on uh, an even keel, and I think it was sort of getting a lot more rigorous with the uh, with the diet um, that allowed me to. Come off uh, off uh, off those uh, anxiety tablets, uh, I guess, uh, and uh, and then uh, gradually after that got uh, um, started reducing the um, sulfasalazine um, as uh, as well, and then um, yeah, so so since then um, I, I say I feel physically fantastic, but also I think very importantly I think mentally I am so much stronger uh, than I was, um, you know, when when things were going downhill um they were going downhill quite quite significantly uh, i felt i felt i felt ancient i felt useless and it was just getting nowhere and now physically i feel fantastic uh, i'm sleeping well and uh, mentally uh, I, i'm a lot lot stronger um, than i have been for a long time mm. you look good and you also like have this look about you that uh, and i want to i want to use the word sharp like you have a sharp look, <laughs> like uh, like a, a a very very uh, intellectual and uh, and wise and um, yeah and and sharp has that speed uh, connotations about it too. Certainly no brain fog appearance of you know yeah and and I think I think um, sort of uh, an, an awareness. I think you have a, a mental awareness of uh, of what's, what's around you and whereas. Um, you know, before any of this happened, you just left life and you, you did what you did, and uh, you, your family and your friends and your work and, and everything. And um, you you have a uh, you know whether it's a focus view or, or or a wide view where you're just uh, sort of processing what you what you're processing. And then um, when things were going going bad with the with the arthritis, I mean, people do talk about you know tunnel vision and, and things, and you you do find yourself just focusing right in on that very very small thing that you can uh, concentrate on and, and that's that's the limit of your of your abilities and i think where i where i am now things have basically uh, opened up completely and i've gone back to uh, not only i think where where i was uh, before i was aware of the problems but i think i've gone i've become a lot more aware of a lot more things uh, around me so you're picking up things you know in situation and or, or just scenarios, you're just able to process more mentally um, and more more logically, I think, than, than I was doing before. And maybe you know, it's just just me, you know, where where, where I was. But uh, I, I feel so much more uh, in tune uh, with with what's around me than uh, than I was before. I watched a presentation on uh, Alzheimer's, and it's linked to you know high fat. 
um, Western diet. Mm. And uh, they talk about when you strip away everything in the brain, uh, what's left uh, if you remove all of the, you know, the fluids and so on, is you've just got these these pathways, the, the, these pathways all through the brain, which are like little mini highways where communication is is maintained and uh, uh, they can fill up with fat, tiny, you know, deposits of fat that gets built up in the body from consuming a very high fat diet for a very long period of time. And, the, and we may have not just a, um, not just a, a uh, removal of the drugs relief from brain fog, but you may actually have a clearer thinking, you know, amount of activity between the ears. So it yep. might actually, there might be actually literally a physical component to clearer thinking. Uh, at least that's what the uh, the Alzheimer's uh, uh, science seems to seems to suggest. So we we now want to hear the the details. Can you give me? Um, di- did you tell us what it looked like during your most successful healing weeks and months? How you did it? What sort of? What did your diet look like? What did your exercise look like? Um, how much did you exercise? Give us a snapshot into that period of time, that most powerful healing period. From a, a, a diet uh, diet point of view, um, there's there's obviously um, I mean, there's no uh, animal uh, products uh, in there. Um, breakfasts were uh, typically uh, some form of gluten-free cereal uh, with uh, some almond milk or, or, or something of, of that nature. Mm-hmm. Some uh, oats, um, again, with uh, water or, or almond milk of some some description, be a, a, a green juice in there in the morning as, as well. And then uh, lunches and, uh, and dinners are, yeah, various combinations of rice, uh, corn, uh, potatoes, and uh, all manner of uh, green vegetables, uh, lots of leafy green vegetables, loads of, uh, you know, kale and Brussels sprouts and, uh, and all these uh, Types of things and um, salads, uh, uh, coupled with a fairly fairly consistent uh, exercise uh, uh, routine as well. So I have a, a mixture of um, cycling, tennis, swimming, and gym work, and uh, partly dependent on on the weather uh, and uh, particular uh, days of the week. I would uh, attempt to have some form of exercise uh, every, every day. There may be uh, one or two days where there's obviously a bit less for whatever reason, and that might involve, uh, you know, just a, a little bit of uh, walking or or or, or, uh, or a very gentle uh, ride. Um, but I I would have in general, uh, say five five days a week where I'd be doing some cycling, and I'm I'm in the relatively luxurious uh, position of being able to cycle uh, to work and back, and I can go. A very direct route into work and i can take a a, a, a devious path going through some uh, or other other roads and things so i've got i've got a bit of luxury to uh, to play with there so i'll be cycling to work uh, and back again um say four four days a week and um then with a, a longer ride uh usually on a, on, a, on a sunday i'd be playing uh tennis uh on a wednesday evening and uh, saturday afternoon um that's a pretty uh, regular thing and then depending on on my work schedule i'll swim between one and um three times a week for um sort of somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes uh, a, a day um for for that 
And uh, I found all those things just incredibly helpful. Um, uh, the cycling uh, and swimming, obviously, it's um, you know, you're um, just sort of in motion uh, the whole the whole time, just keeping things uh, keeping things moving. The, uh, the gym, um, I think, is actually quite important for uh, maintaining uh, muscle mass, um, and that is a that is a bit of a bit of a challenge um, with the uh, with the diet. So being able to complement that with the exercise regime uh, was very very helpful. And uh, I found the tennis uh, just um, very very good from a not only a um, exercise point of view but a, a very good uh, social game as uh, as well. Uh, I think that's uh, an important um, aspect as well to uh, maintain all your all your social contacts, um, as indeed as, as cycling and things as well. Uh, how long, if you took the long route, does it take you to get to or from work? If um, the, uh, the the well, direct route is nine kilometres, um, the indirect route is nineteen kilometres, and if if I've if I've got the luxury of a little bit of uh, slack time at work uh, or a little bit uh, longer uh, evenings or, or whatever, then um, then I can do. 25 or, or, or 35 uh, kilometers or so. Okay. So um, if I was to take a wild stab, you're probably, you're doing, look, if the, let's allow 20, 40, let's say 40 minutes of cycling a day, if you, if you take it, you know, 20 minutes each way. Yeah. Um, and then twice a week, you're adding to that um, your, uh, your swimming, and then you've got your tennis in there, or three times a week with your swimming. I mean, you're probably averaging close to an hour a day if you average out, yes. yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think is is uh, is adequate and not at all excessive, but just adequate for us to get the result that we're all aiming to achieve. So, you know, the biggest challenge I have when I'm working with people is not the diet. You know, I can have people stick on the baseline for six months and then they say, you know, mm. but I've been doing the baseline diet for six months. Um, and, um, and I've kind of plateaued or something. I, I just want to work on the, the rest of the inflammation. I've got still some in my fingers or something. And I say, well, what's the, how's the other 50% of your plan going? And yeah, you know, the, yeah. It, it's just that important. It's like, this isn't a diet. This is a whole lifestyle yeah, and yeah. Yeah, approach. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, and, and I think the uh, the easiest way for me to um, express that is if the if the uh, the methotrexate got me the seventy percent, <laughs> then uh, I think the the diet gets me the seventy percent, and then the the exercise is that thirty percent extra uh, you need to to get the the full the full results. Yeah. Um, so de- definitely the two two in combination, and you you can't. You can't, or I don't think I, I could have got the results without both of those together. So far, we've only had one guest uh, who has claimed that they achieved, you know, to a situation that you've described for yourself without exercise. Only one guest, Sean, um, and he listens to these podcasts. <laughs> he, he did two podcasts with me, uh, and he's the only one that says he didn't change, didn't really take, do much exercise, which is, he, he's the anomaly. Um, now, um, let, let me, let me gather my thoughts here. Cause I was just thinking about Sean, cause he was tossing drugs over his shoulder. <laughs> in a... <laughs> um, now how's the impact been for your family and co- your work colleagues? Have you found that you now have this sense of, I want to say, uh, 
mild enlightenment um, with your consumption of of lighter foods and uh, a lighter impact on Earth. Obviously, a tremendously lighter impact on your fellow animal species. Uh, and have you felt that this has um, had a knock on effect to people you come in contact with? Uh, absolutely, no, 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 no doubt about it. The the one of the um, so our, our, our kids are uh, kind of all all grown up and uh, sort of out of the house at the moment. So um, it's um, it's uh, been a little bit easier from from that point of view in that we didn't have to sort of battle with uh, with kids. But uh, all all the way through, they, they've actually been incredibly um, supportive and interested. And um, there's no doubt about it. There's a lot more greens on their plates than there than there were before. Um, so that's uh, that's quite uh, quite noticeable. But w- one of the uh, the really obvious things I've noticed at uh, at work, uh, the number of people who so I take my take my lunches into into work just because it's easier to uh, control things, and you, you heat something up or, or whatever, and the number of times you go past with this bowl of you know variety of things and everyone says that looks good um or that smells good mm. um and um pe- people have also commented i mean it's a, a sign i think of how how bad i looked before um but people have been commenting oh you look so much better than you did a while ago um and you know they they, they, they can see uh see the difference in uh, in, in me you know quite uh, quite quite clearly um and um i don't like to um sort of go about things in, a, in an overt manner so you know if we're out at a restaurant or something you know i don't i don't ask for the vegan menu or, or anything you know we just ask to have a look at you know what menus they've got and we'll just sort of pick something uh, um you know without sort of specifically saying you know why we're why we're picking it or anything and it's a little bit the same with uh, colleagues at uh, work. Uh, I mean, you just say, oh, yeah, I've just got, just got some leftovers today or something and without making a big deal about yeah. it. Um, but, but people do notice and they do ask and they do see what you're having. And I've had a, you know, a list, of my, list of my books and a list of my recipes and things. And uh, as and when uh, appropriate um i've you know just sort of quietly put them on the desk to uh, on the desk to have a have a look at or um or uh, uh you know given a you know a few examples of uh, of different um sort of programs and and things and i do know people who are taking notice and um it's it's very very satisfying um and i also also know uh, a few people who unfortunately have had um either uh, room or rheumatoid arthritis or other uh, autoimmune conditions um, and so we have a lot of conversations mm. and uh, people are very interested and um, people do uh, do, do uh, take it up although it's I still find it uh, interesting in that um, a lot of people even if they've got rheumatoid arthritis and they can see the difference um, that's made to some people they will still say I can't do that and 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 they're happy to go down the uh, the medical or the medication route and that's their their comfort zone so what while I, i'll um i'll always encourage them I, I i feel a little bit uncomfortable telling them that it's necessarily the the wrong thing to do um i think you know what's what worked for me and worked for many people is is fantastic and i'll i'll promote it um but i, I feel a little bit uncomfortable um sort of being too 
uh, evangelical uh, with uh, with other people um, and saying that they should be definitely following this program or definitely doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if I can if I can uh, illustrate it and uh, demonstrate uh, the impact that it's had uh, on on myself, then that's probably the the best argument that I can put forward for them. Completely agree. Yeah, the only. Uh you know, I don't see personally an issue. If I put my personal views aside about wanting to live a, a cruelty-free life and do and live a life that's good for future generations by not contributing to further global warming, if I put those, you know, personal views aside and we just look practically as if it's the right, in inverted commas, things to do, a thing to do, to take medications or not. Uh, almost always, I, I, my view is um, what we want to do is we want to live as, as inflammation-free life uh, as possible and be as healthy as possible with as few symptoms as possible. So if someone's on one, one of the drugs and that enables them to achieve that, then that's obviously a wonderful thing. The risk from, from my viewpoint is that the disease-modifying drugs do cause more oxidative stress, okay? And Mm -hmm. oxidative stress is the underlying cause for the liver enzymes to get raised when the liver starts to become under uh, oxidative stress, okay? So um, what, and same with sulfur salazine, it also causes oxidative stress. So we've got one part of the disease underlying cause that's being aggravated by a certain class of medication. And so what it all comes back to in my view of the the world, is that we still need to eat right and exercise because that's still what's required to prevent the progression of the disease, especially if we're on a couple of meds or even one of those meds that helps to exacerbate one aspect of the underlying cause. And so every way that I look at this, no matter how you cut the cake, you still have to have the right lifestyle or you will be forever trying to find the next medication that keeps symptoms at bay yeah. or or being in a degree of inflammation irrespective of how many meds you're taking. So yeah. I, I haven't yet found a way of not having to ultimately still have everyone address their diet and lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Yeah. So that's what you've done. Well done, Pat. Well, first of all, I got I like issuing this little cautionary tale. Remember that living with an autoimmune disease is like the movie The Life of Pi. Uh, you've got this. You got this incredibly dangerous, ferocious animal that you're in close proximity with, and as long as you choose harmony and you do the right things, you can avoid. A terrible consequence. You know, we see lion tamers in the news every couple of years. A lion tamer gets complacent or just uh, just takes the risk too many times, and and something awful happens. Even when there is that relationship with the wild animal, so we got to do the right things. And when you're out at restaurants, uh, that's probably the one time when I want to emphasise uh, you can be a little bit annoying to the serving or wait staff, and I never want you to consume industrial or restaurant uh, level oils. Uh, Just never, Mm. ever do it um, because it can have serious consequences and um, all your hard work can be threatened by one restaurant meal. So just be really careful for me. I know you'll be safe at home. It's, It's when you go to restaurants and social events where you feel this sort of peer pressure that, uh, that, that we slip up. 
So what's what's the uh, what's the new and improved Pat 2.0 uh, going to do over the next year or two? Oh uh, well, we got uh, all, all all manner of things. Um, I'm taking part in uh, in uh, uh, a cycling event um, a little bit uh, later this uh, this year. It's a uh, four day uh, mountain bike uh, event, and I did uh, I did uh, a five day one um, a little a little while ago, a little earlier this uh, this year. Um, this will be uh, another one. So uh, I'm definitely doing uh, more specific uh, events uh, and things which uh, which I've had to shy away from um, in the uh, in the previous uh, few years. So I'm glad to be uh, back uh, back doing those. Um, and uh, we've also got some um, travel plans um, uh, coming up. Um, so uh, taking advantage of, of those and uh, and looking forward to um, making those trips uh, without a uh, separate little uh, suitcase of medications and uh, with a uh, sense of, um, of adventure uh, rather than uh, a little bit uh, fearful for uh, for what might uh, happen because when when things were bad um, traveling would just knock me for six mm. and take me a long long time to uh, to recover from um, so having the sort of optimistic view of the of the world uh, ahead of us and uh, all, all, all the opportunities um, that are out there are um, yeah it's just uh, fantastic stuff mm, great. And uh, just before we close, any final remarks to people who may uh, still be in the trenches and uh, going through what you uh, went through following the program? Uh, you know, as I said, uh, working hard. Any words of encouragement or anything you want to tell them to emphasize? Words of wisdom, for want of a better phrase. Um, I, I guess one one aspect, to, uh, at least as it as it appears to me, um, I think. Where, where I was going um, before um, had um, had very little upside um, to it. Um, there was a path that I was following, and um, it was very restrictive um, for what may uh, lie in, uh, in front of me in the uh, in, in the future. Um, whereas now, um, I think I've got um, such uh, a broad um, horizon uh, in front of me with so many more opportunities for every aspect of life and whatever aspect it is you might be looking forward to whether, whether it's for your your family your friends yourself your work or, or whatever it is uh, you just have all these doors open back up to you or new doors that are opening up for you and that that's a uh, an opportunity um, that uh, is so hard to, to build towards and get and I think it would be such a shame to miss out uh, on that on that opportunity so I, I would just wholly encourage uh, anyone who's struggling with any of these issues in, in any any way whatsoever um, it is so well worth um, the effort and it hopefully will get to the point where it's a, a choice you're making and what you're choosing to do is well worth all the all the sacrifice and effort um, that goes into uh, to achieve it. Mm, beautiful. Thanks very much, Pat. Appreciate that, and really grateful that you took some time out, especially late at night on a weeknight, uh, to uh, to share your story with us and give us some some inspiration and also uh, some great insights into what to do when you're struggling with an inflammatory arthritic condition and the steps forward. So, thanks very much. Pleasure, and uh, thank you for all the all the support and, uh, and guidance. It's uh, 
Yeah, we couldn't do it without you. So thank you. You've been listening to the Patterson Program. For more information, visit pattersonprogram.com.